declutter takes up so much space in our homes, minds, time, and eventually our landfills. We live in a world that has shaped us into consumers on a planet that can't sustain the consumption. I am Steph Maguire, and the Sort It Out Sustainably podcast is here for the nature freaks and freaks of nature who want to rebel from the consumerist culture and create a more intentional life. I'm on a mission to help you be surrounded by the things that you love and to let go of the things that you don't. I'm all about creating simplicity, sustainability and joy in your home so that you can live a life closer to your full potential. With another season of The Home Edit on Netflix, I thought that I would do an episode on shows on Netflix about decluttering, home organization, and minimalism. But I also have a show in here that's on Channel 9 in Australia as well. If you have clutter problems, are on a decluttering journey, or just love home organization, this is a great episode to listen to because I'll be going over all of the different shows, what I like and dislike about them as a professional organizer, and what to keep in mind when watching them. This will probably be a short episode, and by the end of it, you'll probably have some shows to add to your watch list on Netflix, so let's get into it. The first show is Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. Firstly, Marie is the cutest tidying expert on the planet. If you don't know who I'm talking about, well, I'd be surprised because since the Netflix show aired a few years ago, she's been a bit of a household name. She's a professional organizer from Japan and her show is her visiting different homes in the USA and helping them declutter using her famous KonMari method. What I like about this show is her methods are really useful and have a major focus on the relationship that we have with our belongings. The different episodes take you through the journeys of a diverse range of households going from living in a cluttered home to a home they love. They're not moving homes, it's they're just decluttering the home they live in. It's entertaining and inspiring and you'll learn practical decluttering tips. What I don't like about the show is actually very little. I found it pretty hard to think about things that I didn't like. Maybe that's because it's been a while since I watched the show, so I don't have any critiques fresh in my mind, but I would say maybe there was little, if any, focus on what to do with what you're getting rid of. I know in her book, which is actually really good by the way, she talks a lot about throwing things away, which we know that there's no such place as away. Away is a big hole in the earth and you want to avoid your stuff ending up in there if there are alternatives. And besides seeing some of the folding techniques, there's not a lot of practical guidance for you to then follow along a process at home. Marie has a second series that just came out on Netflix called Sparking Joy. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. So if you watch the first season, then go ahead and find that Sparking Joy. It's not the same show with a different season. It's like a whole nother show with a slightly different twist to it. The second series is when she goes to one town and does some organizing in different businesses and stuff too, rather than people's personal homes, 
which is cool because you get to see how organizing principles can relate to so many other aspects of life. What to keep in mind while watching Tidying Up or Sparking Joy on Netflix is that the transformations take a lot more time than it seems like they do on the show. In the show, you see Marie rock up at the houses, start the organizing process and do some teaching, and then go away and come back a few days later and heaps has been done. I heard that the families continue on organizing with a KonMari consultant behind the scenes. Don't quote me on that, but that does make a lot of sense. So I guess maybe keep that in mind. I don't think that that's being deceptive. Most people with a working brain would assume that the people on the show who were clueless about how to deal with their clutter must have had some additional help to get their whole home tidied beyond the 30 minutes of time with Marie that you see on screen. The next show that I'm going to give the download on is not actually a show, it's a documentary. It's called Minimalism. That's it. That is the title of the documentary, just Minimalism. This is a good documentary that takes you through the journeys of two dudes who went from being miserable in a consumerist-driven life to being fulfilled in a kind of extreme minimalist life. It's a really good starting point for anyone interested in what minimalism is all about or someone who is interested in diving deeper into their own version of minimalism. What I liked about it was it tells a good story showing the downfalls of the consumerist culture that we live in and being centered around the journey of two real guys makes it a bit more enjoyable to watch than like a straightforward fact-sharing documentary, you know? What I didn't like about it was, well, I watched it a few years after adopting a more minimalist lifestyle, so for me, I found it was personally a little boring. The pace of the documentary was a bit slow in my experience. But I think that was just my experience, because I know the documentary has been really impactful on thousands and thousands of people. And for some, it was a life-changing shift for them to pursue a life with less stuff and more meaning. What I'd keep in mind when watching this is that the people in the documentary are now living what would probably be seen as an extreme minimalist lifestyle. They're the kind of guys that wear the same style of black t-shirt and jeans every day. You know what I'm talking about. But what I want to make sure that you know before watching it is that you can totally adopt a minimalist lifestyle without going as extreme as the people in the docker. I'm all about finding your own version of minimalism. It's about getting rid of what isn't serving you and only keeping what is. For the guys on the docker, having a super simplistic environment is what really makes them happy. For you, having an array of beautifully coloured dresses and a record collection and a bunch of scrapbooking supplies might make you happy and that's okay too. If you do watch this, it's on Netflix by the way. There's a sequel that came out I think last year called Less Is Now. I watched it a while ago as well. Well, I guess last year when it came out and I found it almost identical sort of themes as the first one. I think it was just a bit of a deeper dive with a bit of different content. You know, I think there was like at least five to maybe ten years between the two, so they had more things to add in it. It's also about the two guys that were in the first one. 
anyway, go watch Minimalism. Now what everyone has been talking about, get organized with the home edit. It's trending at the moment because the second season just came out recently. This is a show that follows two professional organizers that organize people's spaces who are either nominated for the show or are celebrity clients. What I did like about the show was that it showed the process of going from mess to organization. The cameras are pretty much there from the start where they discuss the vision for the space with the client, going through and letting go of the excess stuff, and then organizing it all really nicely. You truly get a good idea of the whole process, including little conversations between the organizers about how they're working out, how to do it all, and that's really cool too. The end result in these spaces are incredible. Like most people would have never seen a space in person organized that well. It's a very entertaining show. It's done in the same style as like a home renovation reveal show. There's a lot of behind the scenes socializing between the characters and stuff to make it entertaining. Characters, they're real people. I guess they're characters. You can definitely say that they are quite characters, these two chickas. Did I really just say chickas? I have never said that before. All right. What I don't like about the show. In the first season, there wasn't much focus on the decluttering side of organizing, which I felt was perpetuating the consumerist culture, making people want to go out and buy a bunch of plastic containers, but not really reflect and evaluate on the stuff that they own and get more intentional with that. In the second season, though, I found that there was a much bigger focus on the edit side of things, which I did like. You don't see what happens with the items that they're letting go of. In the first season, this annoyed me a little bit, but in the second season, I found that they were sorting things into keep and donate. I don't think I saw them once in the second season say like the terms like throw it out or something like that. Um, so yeah, I, I think they said, mentioned the word donate, like in every episode, which I thought was really cool that there was that emphasis on donating goods. They even featured a item specific charity, one that gifted sneakers to people in need and interweaved that really well into the episode that they were doing with a celebrity's house who was getting rid of dozens or maybe even hundreds of expensive sneakers. So I did really like how that might open eyes to how many organizations and initiatives there are out there that can put your unused stuff to good use. There is a lot to keep in mind when watching the home edit. The first is that it is really expensive to achieve the results that you see on the show. Firstly, the professional organizers on the show. In the show, you see the two main organizers who are the CEOs of the company do the chat with the clients and maybe do some sorting out of the things that they're getting rid of. And then the clients leave the house for the day and there's at least four additional organizers that come into the house and they transform the room in one day and reveal it to the clients. The Home Edit Company is a high-end service and on their website it says that they charge $250 an hour for their organizers. So in the show, they had like six organizers working and I'm pretty sure that some of the transformations were only a few hours, maybe like four. 
and in some they seemed to work all day and even into the next morning as well. Let's say that one of the transformations took six hours. With six organizers at $250 an hour, that's like $9,000 just in the professional services. And then there's the products. In order to recreate most of the spaces they showcase, you would need hundreds or thousands of dollars of organizing gear. I saw in another professional organizer's YouTube channel, they had a breakdown of the cost of how much it would have cost to do a garage organization on the show. And I think it was like two or three grand just in like plastic containers and stuff. The other thing is that it might give people the wrong idea about how professional organizers work. Most of the time, a professional organizer will have the client present during a session to be present for the decision making. Sometimes a client will literally be working alongside the pro, getting the job done quicker and learning skills and tips and tricks along the way. And yes, a pro organizer can also do it all themselves, and I have clients like this that just want me to organize it all, but I'm definitely not sending them out of the house and inviting them back in for a grand reveal. And as I said, they're using hundreds and thousands of dollars worth of products in the room, so the people that applied to be on the show, I'm pretty sure we can assume that they're getting the servers and the products for free. And the celebrities, I'm not sure if they're paying. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But an organizer will not usually go out and buy a room full of random organizing gear without consulting the client that they're happy with the gear and the prices and all of that. So I'm guessing that the celebrity clients on the show probably aren't paying or maybe they have so much money that they don't care what gets bought. I do recommend watching this Get Organized by The Home Edit, but do it after you declutter so you don't end up with well-organized clutter. Overall, I do like the show and it is inspirational to get your shit together and get organized. Now I want to share one last show on decluttering that is actually my favorite. It's not actually on Netflix though. It was on Channel 9 in Australia. So you can watch it on 9now.com or the app. And the show is called Space Invaders. I really loved this show because of how holistic it was in showing all of the different aspects of decluttering, including a deep dive into people's relationships with their stuff. It, again, is a similar style of show where people get nominated for a house transformation. Each episode spotlights a new family decluttering their home with the help of three experts. There's a guy who is a decluttering expert who is doing most of the work with them and he helps the families make decisions on what to keep and what to let go of. There's a home renovator chick who makes some budget improvements to their home and there's a collectibles expert who finds things that are worth a lot of money in their junk to sell or find a way to cherish it better in their homes. What I loved about this show was that it dives deep into the relationship people have with their stuff. The decluttering expert does a really good job in getting people to let go of a lot in a very short period of time, and he does this with great counselling and a bit of tough love. That's something I admire, but I'm not really like that with most of my clients. I definitely help people get rid of more than what they would do on their own, but I'm not pushy. 
This guy does a really good job at helping people uncover the root of why they're holding on to stuff and then when they're holding on to things out of an unhealthy attachment, he really brings that up with them and he helps them stay accountable to their goals. I love that it shows you all of the stuff that they're donating and gives insight on the impact that that stuff will have on others. What to keep in mind while watching the show is that the process people go through is not necessarily realistic to recreate yourself in the same way. You can definitely go and recreate the transformation, but not in the same way and in the same time as what happens on the show. On Space Invaders, they literally move everything from the house into a big hall where they spread it out into different categories for the family to come and sort through. It's a really big eye-opener for them to see all their stuff like that and I think it actually really helps them to be able to be more ruthless in their culling, being confronted with it all in the one huge hall. On the show, I think the process maybe all happened in like a week or something. This is obviously unrealistic for anyone to declutter this way themselves. It would cost like two days of moving services, a bunch of labour to sort through it all in the hall, and however long it takes to go through all your stuff. And haul hire for however long it takes you to go through all your stuff. Nobody is going to do that in real life. In real life, the process would take many weeks or many months sorting through your stuff one area at a time when you've got the spare time to do so, either yourself or with the help of a pro. What I didn't like about the show was not actually anything to do with the show itself, but how to watch the show. You have to create a free account with Nine Now to watch it, and then you have to suffer through the Channel 9 ads interrupting the program. And I hate ads. When I watched it, I watched it when my kid was in bed and during the ad I would take breaks to do household chores and by the end of the episode I'd actually been productive, so I guess that's alright. If you want to watch it, just remember to turn off notifications on the 9Now app on your phone and unsubscribe from emails so you don't get harassed by Channel 9 to watch all their other stuff. We already have enough peer pressure to watch The Bachelor or what is it, Married at First Sight, that's on Channel 9, right, um, than to have that in our email inbox telling us to do it as well. Now, I've got one more show that I want to quickly talk about before I end the episode, and that is the ever-famous Hoarders. I don't like it. I don't feel like it's helpful at all. The people in the show with stuff piled up to the ceiling in every room don't just have a clutter problem, they have serious mental health issues. And yes, in some of the episodes there's like a token psychologist hanging around the set, but I feel like the show takes people who are living a really shitty life and exploits them for entertainment purposes. Majority of these people who watch the show are watching for entertainment only. They don't really share any tips or anything to deal with clutter. They just throw everything into a skip bin, empty the house, and film the hoarder flipping out through the process. Yeah, some people watch the show and get inspired to deal with some of their clutter so they don't end up like the people in the show, but the people who have houses in similar condition to the show, I don't see them watching and feeling inspired to turn their life around. 
people in that position are dealing with serious depression, shopping addiction, and who knows what else, and need some deep professional help to turn their situation around. So with that being said, if you want inspiration for decluttering and organizing, stay away from hoarders and add the other four shows to your watch list. The two shows on Netflix were Tidying Up by Marie Kondo and the sequel series Sparking Joy and Get Organized by The Home Edit seasons one and two. And the documentary on Netflix was called Minimalism and the sequel is Less Is Now. And the show on Channel 9 that you can watch on 9 Now on your phone or web browser is called Space Invaders. I hope you enjoyed my reviews of these five decluttering shows and have added one or multiple of them to your watch list for the next time that you're staring at Netflix wondering what to watch. If you're subscribed or following or whatever it's called to the Sort It Out Sustainably podcast, I'll be in your ears next week sharing some more content to help you live a more simple, organized and sustainable life. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to the entirety of this podcast episode. I love helping you create a life of more joy, more time, more sustainability, more simplicity and intentionality by inspiring you to live with less mindless consumption and less waste. I'm here to help and if you click subscribe to this podcast, you should see a new episode about every week. I have a bunch of previous episodes that might help you and a bunch more cooking. Be sure to be following me on Instagram where I like to have fun with Instagram reels and I pop into stories to chat sometimes too. I also have some free tools you can check out like my PDF for 10 questions to ask yourself when decluttering to help you make decisions where you're getting stuck and a quiz that you can take to tell you what type of minimalist you are so that you can get some personalized tips to help you along your journey. I have an $11 minimalism mini course with a big sustainability focus. It can be done in just a few hours over a weekend. That's why I called it the Radical Shift Weekend. And if you're interested in completely revolutionizing your relationship with stuff by decluttering your entire home, I have a course for that too. It's called Cut Clutter and Cultivate Joy. The waitlist for my whole house decluttering course is in the show notes of this episode, along with everything else I mentioned. I wish you the best day or night wherever you are. My name is Steph, and if you're subscribed to the Sorted Out Sustainably podcast, I'll chat to you next week.